Welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'm your host, Jerry McCrary. It's day 285 of Coronapocalypse 2020, and tonight we'll be discussing the fearsome, the fiendish, and the fantastical. This episode is sponsored by Rita Monster. We turn monsters into monsters. A little later, we'll be exploring the fallout from the U.S. president contracting COVID. But first, some scary news. Thank you, Jerry. This is Dolores Mortimer in the Scary Newsroom. An alien civilization known as the Ahern Collective has communicated with NASA that they're interested in visiting Earth. The catch? They only travel by locomotive. Now they're asking for our assistance in building a celestial railway. It's an efficient and environmentally friendly means of transportation, explained High Conductor Ziblatt globally. And it will only boost your interstellar economy. Executives at Toyota, General Motors, and other car manufacturers had a different take. It's a bit limiting. What if you want to take a detour by Jupiter? Or cut a donut on the rings of Saturn? On a train, you're out of luck. Chicago resident Pablo Aguilar had a different warning. Have you ever lived next to train tracks? I don't need Halley's Comet blowing by the moon every 30 minutes. A week ago, the Democratic and Republican candidates for vice president squared off in a debate, only to be upstaged by a wayward fly that sat on Mike Pence's hair for over two minutes. Tonight, we have that fly, and Jerry spoke with her. I would like to welcome to the studio one Sue Fly. Welcome, oh. Sue. Oh, th- thank you so much. I I, I don't want to bother anyone, Jerry. I, I'm I'm so happy to be here, though. Thank you. Well, it's no bother having you here. Uh, I I think though you've created quite a dust up, however, about your appearance last week during the vice presidential debate. You landed on Mike Pence's hair for a little over two minutes. He didn't even notice you were there, and and I'm I'm curious. Were you surprised that no one noticed that you were there for two minutes? Oh, I, I, I think honestly that maybe everybody did did notice me, but nobody wanted to say anything about it until later. I, 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 I from all the things that I read on the interweb, I, I noticed that I, I took up a lot of a lot of time online actually, and everybody really noticed me um, quite a bit. Don't don't you think? But I guess nobody really noticed me when I was there. I don't know how he didn't notice me. I'm very lightweight. Well, you have certainly been noticed since then. Yeah, and in yeah. fact, uh, I don't know that I would call you a lightweight at all. You're, you're kind of a heavyweight right now uh, in the meme world. You, you sound like you're a little bit hesitant, uh, that, that you're not totally embracing the celebrity of the moment. But uh, how does that make you feel, though, that you're now the spotlight is on you? You're you're so correct, Jerry. It makes me feel a little bit nervous and hesitant. I, I, you know, I, I wasn't expecting to be in the spotlight, and here I am in the spotlight again, and I'm a little bit nervous. But you seem very nice, a lot nicer than Mike Pence. Um, he's he's uh, not a. Not a very nice man to everybody, I don't think. It only seems to like some people, not everybody, though. 
So you don't think he likes flies, even though he didn't swat you away or anything while you were sitting there? That's a really good point. Maybe he does like me. Oh, goodness. Maybe I, maybe I should send him a thank you note for not swatting me because so many people have swatted at me. Maybe I should be nicer to him. Do you think that maybe he has a romantic interest in you? Oh, I, I, goodness, that makes me blush a little bit. Um, yes, I, I wasn't expecting such a, such an advance. Um, but perhaps he, maybe he does. Maybe he is interested. But I, but I, I have to say, I have to say, Jerry, I'm, I'm, I'm a taken fly. I, I, can I, can I tell you a little secret? Oh, please do. I, well, I promise I won't tell anyone else. You you won't? Oh, that's so kind of you. I appreciate someone who's good to their word. Mike's not so good to his word. Um I I actually um the other day at the at the debate I I, I was I, I was pregnant. With Is Mike it? Pence's children? No, that would I don't know how that would even work. <laughs> That's funny. Well, actually, I was pregnant with a with a, with fly fly eggs, <laughs> and um, I actually laid the eggs in Mike Pence's hair. That was why I was there for two minutes. Wow! So we should be expecting a few more flies to be coming out of his head here pretty yeah. soon. Yes, I think that he will like it. It's a very good place to lay eggs. It's, um, I don't know if you know this, but as flies, we really like to lay eggs in nice, moist environments, especially things like like um, where we decay, where there's like trash or or feces. Um, yeah, there's something stinky and, and sweaty, and it's a very nice place. He's a very sweaty person. Well, it's a shame that there's not going to be another vice presidential debate for you to uh, to hang out at. But uh, if there is another presidential debate, which I guess is in question right now, but if there is one, do you think you might visit that one as well? I I would be interested. Just I really think that laying eggs on on President Trump would be a, a very great place to to have babies to grow there because he's he's about as trashy as they come is there much competition in the fly world about laying eggs on celebrities oh i i i i haven't i haven't noticed that makes me want to to look it up on the interweb and, and see, gosh, I I wonder if there is somebody else who was wanting to lay eggs on Mike Pence that evening. It just that just happened to be flying in the area, and I saw a very nice white spot to sit in. So, gosh, I don't know, but I guess that currently I'm the most famous fly right now because of. Because of laying eggs on this celebrity's head. Indeed you are. Maybe I'm setting a precedent for all the other flies. I'm a trendsetter. You're a leader. I think it's something to... That's right. I've never thought about that, Jerry. You may want to run for office. Well, well, I'm, I'm a little overwhelmed. Sue Fly, I want to thank you for coming in today. 
Thank you so much for having me. This has been so special. Here, let me give you a hug. Back to you, Dolores. Police in Cambridge, Massachusetts are asking local lawmakers to prohibit the use of pocket universes in human orifices. Captain Gail LaForce had this to say about the interdimensional portals. Doing a cavity search used to be easy. We'd slap on a pair of rubber gloves and be done in no time. Now I have to put on a spacesuit and get ankle deep in their ass before I find any contraband. MIT professor Wade Bremen suggests the prohibition would go too far. Pocket universes are immensely practical. If I want to take home a large set of pens, I can swallow them. If I need an extra length of cable, I pull it from my nose. Not all orifices need to be outlawed. The fashion industry also prefers fewer restrictions. Think of how tight and form-fitting a garment could be if the pockets are in the body and not part of the outfit. The Cambridge City Council plans to consider the proposal after voting on a bill replacing flush toilets with miniature black holes. This has been Dolores Mortimer with Scary News. Back to you, Jerry. Well, Dolores, boy, what did you think of that interview with uh, Sue Fly? It's pretty crazy, huh? She is amazing. I, I do. I think she needs to... Uh, she's making waves in the insect community. I'm, I'm trying to think of an insect that's more popular. Spider-Man? Uh, can you think of anybody? Not off the top of my head. Huh? Oh, there we go. Well, hey, I, uh, Dolores, I have a little bit of news myself here. Uh, news about the show. To all of you listeners out there, you can now find Very Scary with Jerry McCrary on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms, as well as on Facebook. So just go looking for Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. Remember, that's Jerry with a G. And stand back and stand by for more fearsome, fiendish, and fantastical stories and guests. That is very scary, Jerry. Ah, I, I, I shudder just thinking about it. All right, now for our panel discussion. President Trump has been infected with COVID-19. After getting a cocktail of experimental drugs, he is still standing on his feet, but his future is uncertain. Today we have two experts to talk about his condition. Number one, we have Dr. Walter Reed. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me here. It's a pleasure to have you. And we also have COVID-19. Thank you, Jerry. All right. We're going to start with Dr. Reed. Now, you're, you're quite famous. I, you know, I knew uh, Walter Reed Medical Facility was the uh, preferred hospital for presidents and other politicians in Washington, D.C. I guess I didn't realize that you actually were still working there. What's um truth is I died November 22nd, 1902. My appendix burst. So I've, I've been dead for quite a while. But, uh, apparently this new president has the ability to uh, command necromancers to work for him. Oh, well, that, this just in. Uh, Dolores, write this down. The president has necromancers working for him. So, so Dr. Reed, you were actually raised from the dead to treat President Trump. 
That is correct. How are you feeling? Um, so-so. That's that's over a hundred years. I mean, that's a, that's a long time. One hundred and eighteen years. I, I do say you might want to take a shower pretty soon because you could end up catching typhoid the way that you were getting kind of uh, close to that fly. Oh well, we were we were we just hugged for a moment. I was wearing my mask. I think it was safe, but maybe not. You're the doctor, so so uh, uh, typhoid. You said diphthoid. Typhoid. Typhoid uh, spreads through uh, fecal matter on flies when they land on food and drink. Is that the flies' fecal matter or fecal matter that they've human. picked up? Human, oh. animal. You know, humans are animals. So what? You, so are you saying that that Mike Pence is likely to capture uh, or typhoid. not capture, but catch typhoid? Yep. Typhoid Mike. Uh, that's kind of a catchy name. Who are we talking to? Just each other. It's you and me. We are talking, and we are also talking to. Uh, this is, uh, you know, it's been quite some time. You may not be aware of some technological advancements that have happened in the last hundred years. So this, this, you know, you were getting telegraphs back in the time. Now we have these telephones that allow us to talk voice to voice. Okay. But we also have something that we call Zoom. Zoom now which allows us to talk face-to-face over long distances. Uh, apparently, they didn't hook you up with the video portion, but... That's, that's strange. Uh, back in my days, zoos is where we kept animals. Yeah, well, we still, keep, we still keep animals in zoos. But if you add the M, if you go a little bit further, you go zoom, then that's where we keep people's faces and voices when we're talking long distance. I see why this is a scary show. It is indeed scary. And guess what? Everything you're saying on this show is going to be heard by dozens of people around the world. Crazy. Crazy. All right, but speaking of crazy, we have here the craziest infectious disease that I can think of in my lifetime, COVID-19. There's no business like show business like no business I know. Wow, that you have a lovely singing voice. Who would have thought that COVID-19 was a singer. Jerry, I am the most misunderstood creature in the universe. In the whole wide universe. That's, that's amazing. Well, what, what do people get wrong about you? I, am, I do not infect people. I inhabit people. I want to be a Broadway star. Oh, well, that's, 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 that's quite an aspiration there. So it seems like you're going about it kind of an odd way. I mean, have you tried auditioning for any, any plays? I have no legs. I have no arms. I just have a voice, and no one hears me. Well, we hear you just fine. Uh, but, but, but you have uh, decided to inhabit, as you, as you prefer, uh, President Trump. How do you expect this to help you get on to Broadway? There is no more famous person in the world than Donald Trump. And he's a New Yorker. That's true. He is close to Broadway when he's, well, you know, he actually, I think he changed his residence to Florida recently. So he's not actually living in New Yorker anymore. That's disappointing. I mean, but- of course, he's, he's in Washington, D.C. right now. But uh, after he's out of office, I don't think he'll be moving back to New York. Also disappointing. Have you tried inhabiting any other celebrities that uh, might be able to help you with your, your quest? Well, yes. 
I have, it's very sad actually. I did the, the, the actor from Hamilton who I accidentally killed and I'm very sorry. I, oh, no. I apologize to everyone. Well, so why did you why did you kill him? It was an accident. I just started to, I I just started out in this world and I didn't know how far I could take it and I took it a little too far. Boy, that's talk about taking things a little too far. Dr. Reed. I thought Hamilton died in the early 1800s. Well, he did that too, but they uh, they brought they him resurrected back. him. Oh, they, you know, maybe they did. I actually haven't seen the musical. Uh, do, do, do you recall? Did did, did uh, uh, Mr. Hamilton have a reputation for rapping, like Christmas presents and birthday presents? I would. He seemed like the kind of person who gave a lot. Well, I was going to say that uh, seems kind of like maybe going a little bit far to to bring you back to life to treat. President Trump. You were treating President Trump, is that correct? Well, I, I tried to, but he was not happy with the things I suggested. What were you suggesting? Well, uh, we discovered back in my time that um, wearing a mask is quite effective. It was like early, you know, mid-1800s was when the first theory of using cloth to stop particles of breathing in dust came about. And then that was elaborated upon in uh, 1860 with Louis Pasteur. Have you heard of him? French guy. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So he uh, he started... Pasteurized milk, right? Yes, a uh, microbiologist. So he found that there's the presence of bacteria in air, and masks can be used to stop that bacteria. And so it's, it's back when we were, you know, studying typhoid and um, the yellow fever, we wore masks. And so I was suggesting that he should wear a mask in order to help prevent because, uh, well, you have COVID here. COVID, you do travel, uh, from what I understand, through moisture particles, correct? Yes, I do. But let me clear up one thing for you. I love masks. I love costumes. I love everything grand about Broadway. It's a, a very gay attitude, a very happy attitude. I like it. So um, I, I told the president that he should have everyone around him that he's anywhere near wear a mask. And as precaution, he should also wear a mask. And then that's when they pretty much kicked me out of the office. When they kicked you, did any of your body parts fall off? Half a cheek. That half a cheek. That's not so bad. So I've got three fourths of a butt. Wow. I don't know if you were listening to the news, but, uh, you know, we might want to get you a pocket dimension to fill that gap. Uh, so COVID. Yes, Jerry. Uh, you know, I would love it if you would share a song with us. Uh, you have such a lovely voice. It seems like, you know, maybe we can help promote your career and and uh, maybe we can get you a show someplace. So well, why don't you why don't you sing something up for us? Would you like to make a request, Jerry? Sure. Do you know um, You Give Love a Bad Name by Bon Jovi? You give love a bad name, boing, boing. All right. Sorry, that's all I know. No, that's great. Well, let's try another song. Uh, uh, Dr. Reed, do you have any songs? Maybe back from the uh, 18th century? I'm, I'm, I'm more into medical science than I am into music. I find music to be a distraction. I see. Well, okay. How about uh, Tainted Love? Tainted Love. I've got Tainted Love. Do you know Baby Got Back by Sir Mix-a-Lot? That I 
do not know. Here, let me let me show you. It goes like this. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. That doesn't ring any bells. I like big butts, and I cannot lie. Oh, this is this is just music to my ears, literally. Do you have any any other songs that you wanted to sing for this? Is I mean, this is this is your big moment here. Twinkle, twinkle, little star, how I wonder where you are. Up above the world so high, like a diamond in the sky. Twinkle, twinkle, little star. And that's all I know. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah. I always I always get lost on that last line, too. Dr. Reed. Yes. So now that you've finished treating uh, uh, President Trump, what are what's next for you? Well, they're supposed to put me back in Arlington, but there's something mentioned about budget cuts. So they're not going to have the money to put you back in your grave. That's what I'm gathering. So where do you where do you plan to go? I was thinking of, um, you know, walking the streets, offering medical advice. Well, I think that actually be ser- serving quite a lot of people that way. There's a lot of people. Uh, this is your lucky year because there's a lot of people out in the streets right now who need medical advice. I was wondering if the military would take me back. Do you know what, uh, what's the state of the military these days? It's still there. That's good. Uh, but if you can't get into the military, there are these parallel military units that are uh, traveling around the country. They're doing kind of a national tour right now. So they now. travel two by two, pairs? Uh, usually in unmarked vehicles. Okay. All right. Hey, I want to thank both of you for coming in today. It has been a pleasure talking to Dr. Walter Reed and COVID-19. May I take a bow? You may take as many bows as you liked. Thank you, Jerry. And thank you, Dr. Reed. Although, please be gentle with me. Okay. All right, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsor. Halloween is coming, and you need decorations fast. But you don't want any of that plastic crap that kills the environment and takes up valuable storage space. Oh, Rent-A-Monster! We got your werewolves, we got your zombies, we got your vampires, Nasty, Sasquatch, and Kevin Costner. Our monsters are 100% organic, free-range ghouls guaranteed to eat only one out of every 10 trick-or-treaters or your money back. Call in the next 15 minutes and you'll get an invisible man for free. Rent a monster. We turn monsters into monsters. Welcome back to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I'm your host, Jerry McCrary. We now have open lines. We're taking calls from the audience out there, and you can ask about anything. I have uh, here Cynthia from New York City on the line. Hi, Jerry. I actually, I just heard the most glorious voice on your program oh thank you very much i you know i do a lot of warm-ups uh before i I spend a lot of time steaming in the shower and that helps keep the vocal cords i'm just gonna cut you off there sherry i don't 
think it was your voice that I was speaking about, actually. Um, and I'm speaking about, I believe it was, um, I believe it was COVID-19, which is really surprising for me here in, in New York. Um, COVID doesn't have a super great reputation, but I heard that voice and I have a musical that I would like to book. Oh, Miss that's... COVID-4. Wow, this is great. Well, I can get you, uh, I can get you connected to COVID-19. I would really appreciate that. If we, if we could use proper PPE, that'd be great. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll, we'll get you, uh, we'll get you connected and, uh, yeah, I'll have you talk to my assistant off the air and we'll get your, your contact information. Is there, uh, is there anything you just want to say, uh, more to on the air while you're on the air? Oh, um, I would just, I would, I love your program. Um, I do think that you need to continue to do your warm-ups, um, and maybe we can get you on someday. But um, oh, we definitely well, need to, we need to get COVID on. Yeah. I don't know if I'm the best singer, but I'm, I'm willing to give it the old college try. Beverly in Toledo. Beverly, yeah. you're you're on the line. Yeah, hi, Jerry. Uh, I got a question for that fly. Sue, I think was her name. Um. Why is it when whenever my dog wags her tail, she goes away? Doesn't she know that wagging tail, that's a sign of friendliness? Oh, you know, that's interesting. Well, it struck me that, uh, that Sue was actually very, very shy. And she may, and also very young. It's possible that Sue didn't realize that uh, dogs are being friendly when they're wagging their tails. Because, uh, you know, if it was a cow, a cow would not be wagging its tail because it's friendly. It would be because it's trying to, to send the fly away. So I think that might be something that has to do with the confusion there. Thank you for your question, Beverly. Uh, on line two, I have Ruff and Ready. Ruff? Oh, Oh, this is this is great. This gives me a chance to to practice my. I've been learning how to speak in canine. Okay, thank you. Rough and ready. All right, we have Glinda from Wichdom on line four. Glinda. Oh, well, Glenda, this is, uh, I, you know, we've been wanting to have you on the show, but we haven't been able to figure out how to get a hold of you. So uh, I'm glad that you called in. What's the best way to, 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 to have my assistant call you? You can send me a message in the wind. I'm flying all around all the time. Do, do you prefer smoke single, signals or uh, maybe just clapping hands? What, what's the best way to get it in the wind? This is okay. This is great. I actually have an in, inside track with the crows. We had a lady Cora that was on a few weeks ago, and uh, yeah, well, I'll talk to her and get a message to you. I would like that very much, Jerry. <laughs> Excellent, Glenda. I hope to talk to you soon. Uh, line three here. 
Hi there, this is Travis calling in regards to your Volkswagen warranty. The warranty is up for renewal. I'd like to congratulate you on your 1000 instant dollar rebate and free maintenance and oil change package for being a loyal customer. Let Call me, me back at 88... Let me ask you, are you a robot? If you'd like to find out if I'm a robot, call me back at 888-206-3333. Okay, will do. Let's move on here. I have Bobby from Virginia on line four. Bobby, you're on the air. Daddy? Daddy? Why don't you love me, Dad? All right, I have uh, Frank from Wichita Falls on line four. Frank, what you got? Hey, Jerry, I've got a question for you. I was curious about those space donuts you were talking about on your news broadcast. I would like to get some of those space donuts. I think they're from Jupiter or Saturn or something. I got to get those for my brunch. Yes, they were talking about uh, spinning, uh, cutting donuts uh, on the rings of Saturn. And uh, this was, I hate to break it to you, but this was speculation. They were saying that if we had cars in space, that we could carve up donuts from the rings of Saturn. Now, if you want to invest in this opportunity, I have a name and an email address that I can send you. If you want to talk to my assistant, uh, we can get that information, contact information from you, and you can send some money to that that program. I'm not interested in investing. I'm interested in eating something, and I want some space donuts. That's what I heard on the radio just now, and that's what I'm calling about. Clearly, you don't know how to help me. Well, I do want to help you, and I and I this, this is the problem is that. There's only one donut left. I only have one space donut left. I'll take that donut. Send it on over. I'm over here in Wichita Falls, and I want that donut stat. Okay, okay. Let me just. Okay, I'm I'm going to uh, uh, send it send it via the wind. Is that okay? Appreciate it. All right, to Wichita to Frank in yeah. Wichita Falls. Do I have that right? Send that, send that to me with that that witch that called though, just a little moment ago. I heard her. Call, she, there, okay. Did she deal the wind? I will. Yeah, I'll just make a note here. Talk to Lady Cora. Get Glinda the the witch and send donut to Frank from Wichita Falls. Okay, thank you, Frank. On it. Thank you. It'll be on the way. All right, we have on line three. We have Jeff. Is this uh, Jerry McCreary? It is indeed. Hey, this is Jeff down at uh, Hanky Spanky. Just wanted to see if you got your order for your sex robot. Okay, we are moving on to Bobby from Virginia. Wait, did we already do Bobby from Virginia? Daddy, you keep hanging up. Oh, we do have one more call. Uh, it looks. Oh, Sue Fly. We have Sue Fly on line one. Jerry, Jerry, I only wanted to call you because I, I wanted to share something with you. I'm so very excited about it. I can't believe I got through. Oh, well, we're, well you know, anytime we have a guest uh, call in, a previous guest, they, they go straight to the front of the line. So what, what can I do for you, Sue? Well, I just wanted to let you know that I was very affected by what you said about being a leader, and I, I've just noticed a very strong opportunity to lead uh, with climate change. Come, just really, really, just running up in the world, and so I, I wanted to let you know that I am leading a whole floor of flies to just really. 
I'm getting a little frustrated, so I was just so excited. I, I, these, we're really going to start taking over so many flies, so many places. It's coming. The fly invasion is coming. <laughs> Congratulations, Sue. All right, I think we're done with calls for uh, this episode. I want to give a special thanks to COVID-19 and Dr. Walter Reed, not to mention Sue Fly, and of course, Dolores Mortimer in the Scary Newsroom. And let's not forget the crew behind the scenes. Rachel Talby, Laura Belzer, Troy Fleur, Wendy Gittleson, and David Coyle. If you have questions for me or about the show, Shoot me an email at veryscaryjerry at gmail.com. Remember, Jerry is spelled with a G. This is Jerry McCrary saying, be wary, because the world is very scary. Hi, this is Rachel Talby. You just heard me as Sue Fly. I love to sing, write music, and play all sorts of different characters, some you may know and some that I create myself. And I would love to share these gifts with you and your loved ones. If you have a special occasion coming up, I can sprinkle in a little extra joy with a singing telegram, some entertainment for your kiddos, a musical performance, or even a custom song for someone you love. You can find me at racheltalby.com. This is Wendy Gittleson, the word strategist. I'm a professional web content writer. If you are looking to upgrade your online presence or optimize your website, visit me at www.thewordstrategist.com. Hi, I'm Guy. Hi, I'm Troy. And this is a Geek Tank ad. Your commercial-sized podcast. We're a show all about things geeky. Enriching the geek community one podcast at a time. You can find us at www.rockymountaingeektank.com. You can also check out our live show on Thursdays at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time on Facebook. Just go to Facebook, search for Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. You'll find our page, like it, and subscribe to it, and you're golden. Geek Tank! Hey, this is Dave Coyle, a.k.a. Jerry McCrary. I host another podcast called Heroic Origins, where my friend Terrence and I invent a brand new superhero every week. You can find Heroic Origins on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and other podcast platforms, not to mention Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Join us, because the world needs new heroes.